I'm a podcast host, not a voice modulator. I think I'm going to be... Sub- look at... Look at... I don't I'm get how you so, do that. No, I think I'm calm now. You're calm now? Yeah. I was going to start with that, though. I, I thought it was funny. I'm a podcast host, not a voice modulator. It's not funny. It's funny. I'm bones. You're bones? I'm bones. What, your, your ex-wife took everything. She took everything. The Love whole, you with my bones. The whole goddamn planet. She took the whole goddamn planet. Damn it, Jim. Well, you look on the verge of death. Hey, it's when will it end? When will it end? For Charles. Soon. Maybe, maybe it tonight. seems like soon. Maybe tonight. We, we, gotta, are- we gotta, I'm feverish. But 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 uh, just like my bumper sticker says, yeah. For the sake of the podcast, for the sake of the podcast, I'm gonna make one of those. I haven't yet. It's a lie, but do it for the pod. Save it. Save it for the pod. Is honestly save it for that's the pod. pretty on the nose. Do it for yeah. the pod. For the I think podcast. Do people know what pod is? It depends on what level of like self respect you've sunk to with this whole world of podcasting, right? For me, like, I have nothing left. What about save it for the podcasting? There are times where I will feel insecure and be like, maybe we should delete everything. You don't have access. <laughs> I have not given you access. That is the comfort you're offering me in this is that I don't have access. You're like, you don't. don't worry. You don't have access. You don't. Okay. You, you send me the file. I sure and do. And you're out. That's it. Because I don't trust you. Chop, chop. Yeah. I'm the, I'm, we've gone over this. Co-EPs. Yeah. No, we're co-EPs. You're right. Sorry. I'm the producer. Yeah, I'm the editor. You're the editor. Yeah. Have you listened to our, our show? I have. The outro is great, you by like the way. It. It's such yeah. a good outro. It's I different love every it. time. I know. I record a new you one bring for, that Charles Charles. Yeah, it's, it's spontaneous. It sure is. And When Will It End is uh, also spontaneous, but it's not at all because we watch a whole series of movies. We talk about each one. That's true. And uh, in that sense, there's very little spontaneity. If we start a series, baby, we're going to finish it. That's true. We're never going to leave you hanging. No. Unless we watch Cliffhanger. Is there a whole series of Cliffhangers? No, there's only one. Fuck. Yeah. So uh, I just though- want to set the stage here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have like a hundred and two degree fever. I don't think touch you, my head. I don't think I'm not gonna touch, touch my you right head. now. No. Pretty sure I got a hundred and two fever. I'm I give you the good mic. Two hoodies. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, well, I'm regretting. I think it's it. actually it look I look great. But I think it might be because I'm a little subdued. Subdued? Charles is, is wrapped in my tie-dye. I got a free... I was on tour with a band. We were in Salt Lake City. And I was oh, yeah. like I rooting around the back of a record store. Actually, on the day that we recorded an episode of The Real Deal oh, from, right. from the van. <laughs> I called you from a van. It was very funny. Yeah. And I, I, like, the, I, uh, I like imagining you rooting around. I was rooting around the back of this record store, and I came up with this like tie-dye hoodie, and I was like, this is sick. And they're like, yeah, it's free. No one wants it. It's been back there for weeks. <laughs> weeks? That's how quickly Months, they gave up on years. it? Years. Jesus. That hoodie was here before the store opened. Diabolical Records in Salt Lake City. What up? What? Up? Um, but anyways, yes, now you're. that's my sleep hoodie and my at-home hoodie, kind of. Well, you should wash it. I'm like, definitely going to yeah. wash a lot of stuff after you leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the cat. My cum rag that I shared with you. Yeah. Which I regret. Yeah, I'm so glad I called. You told me a story on the car ride over that you were just about to start cranking it. Yeah, I actually. Right before I thought I, 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 thought I had a window before you got to my house. What but time? I was wrong. How quickly is, is the session? Oh, it's like laser focused. I mean, really? I, I'm 28. I've been doing this for I don't want to boast, but a long time. How long? Oh, I don't 20 know. Years? Like 15 years, probably. Yeah, I think that's about. 20 right. is a bit much, but 15 <laughs> is just about right. Google, Google Gaga. Yep, I yeah. was born. Uh, they developed some vocal motor skills and, and then ma- started masturbating. Do you think that's what goo goo means? It's all every child's desire to create ejaculate. Okay. 
I certainly believe that J.J. Abrams has that instinct. I think so. This movie we watched today was a little movie called Very It's a Great Name, Rolls Off the Tongue, Makes Sense, Is Good, Star Trek Into Darkness. Star Trek Into Darkness. Star Trek Into Darkness. Star Trek Into Darkness. Dark Deck Into Darkness. I feel like it would be a good book for like a Booker-nominated but not winning novel. Yeah, it has a sort of like... 2006. That sort of like pretentious vagueness to it. Yeah, not Star Trek, but if it was like some other two words... Like clean, dark clean house into darkness, yeah, or ghost, ghost parade into darkness or something. That's good. Yeah. Ghost parade into darkness. Yeah, that's okay. pretty sick. I want to get into this movie. No, I think I'm we actually leave. have a lot to talk about. I I don't know, man. My, okay. my brain's gone weird. Yeah, you look ill. Yeah, I am right. ill. Okay, we're so, gonna. I'm gonna be fine. I'm so hot right now, but I fear that if I take off this hoodie, I will just succumb to cold. Yeah, and I'll just won't be able to speak. So I'm gonna stay hot. Stay wet. Yep, the mic's nice and hot, so just go ahead and. As I said, I'm look at, I'm looking good, man. I'm a little. I'm a little don't be wave self conscious. Don't look into the wave file. It's okay. okay. All right. Why do we keep it up? Well, just just to know what's going. You know, it's comfortable. We don't have a. We're not. We don't have the luxury of an actual producer, yeah. right? So you do. You are. Don't sell yourself. Oh, short. Thing. I'm playing double duty. Okay, let's get yeah. to the movie. Okay, so. All right. Star you Trek. Really want to get into this? Well, there's a lot to talk there about. There is a lot. It's a long I think movie. Star Trek Into Darkness has. The fascinating problem of both cohering into a visual style that's so much less... A lot of the complaints I had about Star Trek, the whirling, the moving, the lens flares, though there's still a lot of dumb lens flares. Um, this movie settles into a way more coherent editing, pacing, etc. tone. And it starts somewhere, I wasn't thrilled about it, grows to a pretty good center, and then disintegrates into basically a really irritating mess. Are you describing Star Trek Into Darkness or the garden you attempted to grow last fall? I'm so we, sorry. We have to dump this I'm now. I'm so sorry. We need to end this. No. You sound like you, you started off bad and then it grew and then it disintegrated. That's not what gardens do. And this is not a what? metaphor. I'm describing the movie. Damn it, Josh. I'm not a... <laughs> Remember when that guy gets his... Do you want to do this tomorrow? No, let's do it now. Okay. We're going to press forward. Right. Remember when that... Yeah, never just, mind. Okay. just stick with me. Okay. I'm gonna, the movie. Gonna, yeah. Um, yeah. I'll, be, I'll be making some good points. Uh, so Don't far, zero for 12 or whatever. Um, yeah, Star Trek Into Darkness, you know, I think it starts out with like us seeing them in the field on this planet. We sure. see them like dealing with the questions of the actual mission. Yeah. It sort of coheres more into like, we're sort of catching the end of what would be an episode of, of the show otherwise. Right. Yeah, and, it starts and that's off. a nice way to go. In media rest. I like that. Yeah, you love that. I love and I think it. what I noticed immediately is that it looked really great. The old movie, the old one, the first one, it's pretty old. Years and years ago. Yeah. It's uh it looked we actually compared it a lot to Shrek. We did it last episode. We're going to do it again this episode. The first one was like in the same way that Shrek exists in that forest and in Duloc and that's it. Like Star Trek, the first one is just like Vulcan looks like a barren wasteland. Earth looks boring, like a college campus. It's like, what the fuck? This one starts off, we're in a red forest, blue dirt or some bullshit. It looks great. I, I think it knew what it wanted to grow into. Yeah, absolutely. Much like a garden. Oh, God. No, no, we're immediately like, like there's a volcano. There's like, a, oh, the, the, yeah. the enterprise is underwater. The boat is wet right. underwater. And Scotty's like, it's crazy. We're underwater with the boat. And, Do the uh, accent. Nope, not coming close. Right. I think I'm done with that. We learned our lesson from the Shrek. Oh, that's right. Same accent. It got really bad during Austin Powers. So I want to give our listeners a break. A little break. Yeah, a no little accents. break. Yeah, there are a lot of accents. We're gonna, right. We're not going to do any of them. 
Yeah, okay, so basically we see them out and about doing an actual mission. They're dealing with a prime directive. They're sure. sort of in the guts of it all, and there's consequences immediately. They, they, they fuck up. You know, Kirk does some Kirk bullshit, and, like, we sort of, like, the ball gets rolling a little bit, and I like it. Um, now, I think it's important to get as quickly as possible to the villain, because that's really, in you're, my mind... You're, you're cruising right along. Well, I we can slow down a little bit if you want. Yeah, let's slow down. Let's take our time. Well, I want to talk about Bunner to come. We haven't by. even met him yet. There's so much that happens before he even shows up, right? I suppose so. Like we have the classic, you know, they're, they're still trying to outline the difference between Spock and Kirk, and that's starting to feel like the real paradigm for all of these movies. Right. I think that's what is immediately clear, and what really holds the movie together for me for most of it until the very end, which we'll talk about later. But like, very quickly, we learn the stakes, we learn the dynamic between Kirk and Spock. And like one's two by the books and one's two like just goes by his gut. And they that's like they're friends, but they can't quite align. And I like that they they're at odds over something, you know, Kirk breaks the rules and Spock reports him without even thinking about it because it's just in his nature. Yeah. And they have this conflict that's very real and feels very earned. But also like they don't they're not immediately split asunder. Like they don't really want to part with each other. Like they, I think I like that they, they try to balance that tension where Kirk is upset with Spock, but like he's, I think it would have been a long reconciliation sequel would have been like a little bit too soon. Maybe like right. we need to see this really grow out a little bit more. I think that was well put together, Yeah, but we're also identifying what is to me become the major problem with these movies is like this. You said in the last episode, this is a movie about men for men. Yeah. It's a boys and, club. There's the shockingly small amount given to women to do in this in this sequel was like I was overwhelmed by that. Yeah, uh, everything that Ahura had very little to do in the first one, but at least she like had a couple of scenes. Here, I don't even really. I mean, she sort of helps out at the end, but like does nothing. Like Sulu gets to play captain. Chekhov gets to help save the ship. Yeah, he he. Scotty does a lot. They're like deliberately doling out stuff to people except for the women. And they introduce a new female character Hi. who gets kind of one moment, but like the moment where she takes all her clothes off. Well, I mean, God, that's the okay. I think this was the much derided moment in this movie. Yeah. And it's for good reason. Like we saw Ohora undress under the flimsiest of pretenses in the last movie. In this one, the like. It doesn't even. It makes like, no it seems sense. to like cut something out. It's like, wait. Why? What? She's what? like, quick, we got to go to this shuttle, just you and me, Kirk. And, he, and she's like, look over there. And then she like, they cut to it, just a shot of her standing like, like a Victoria's Secret model, just in a matching two piece. Like, yeah, like, everyone's got great underwear in yeah. this movie, and it really is so gratuitous and useless. It's crazy. And then again, she's given other than having her leg savagely snapped later by the main antagonist, yeah. and watching her father die in the most horrible <laughs> way possible. At least she doesn't fuck Kirk at the very least. That's like, true. That would have been that would have been given this. I think that would have been like an automatic like fuck this series. Like that would have been the worst. Right. But this is bad. But yeah, and she could be fucking him later. Like that's how it sort of feels at the end. Like she's like, oh, thanks for uh, being a part of the family. And, you know, with all this incest porn out there. It's true. And we need to talk about incest porn. Again. We really like, do. Yeah. It just seems like, oh, well, that's where her mind goes. If we're part of the family now, you're gonna, she's going to walk in on it masturbating or he, she's in the shower. They're not literally in the same family, Charles. Oh. <laughs> I thought they... He said... If you watch a woman's... I watched it. If you watch a woman's father's head get crushed in front of you, you're part of the family. Right. Emotionally, yeah. True. But if if they're step siblings, like in in incest porn, like That's on the spring, like in the middle ground incest porn, where they try to keep it like, 
well, they're not blood related. Yeah. I might just go the distance. I know. It's already porn. So tame. I know. Get get real. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, um, real. So that's the that that for me, it's like this emerging trend, that is a huge red flag to me, where I'm like, we need to have women doing anything. Right. And again, I'm talking as someone who has seen Avengers Endgame and has seen like the Marvel Universe build up to a point where Women and again, look, it's Marvel. I'm not delusional. This is not like a true. It's it's a. Are we talking about this? Because those are movies that are sci-fi movies that are fun and engaging that have women doing awesome shit that's interesting and on the screen and cool. Yeah. And it's like we're this we're two movies deep into a a franchise, and it's like they don't know what to do with women, right? And I'm like, where are we going with this? Yeah, I I think another you said they don't have women doing anything. I think also they don't have women being anything. And that might sound like a syntactical just correction, but I think it's like, yeah, they, they don't do anything because they aren't anything. Their characters are boring. They're weak. They don't have anything to do. So, I, uh, yeah, I just wish that maybe J.J. Abrams, he leaves, right? He's no longer This involved. is the last J.J. directed movie. I'm certain he's Ever? involved in, of all time. <laughs> of all, he was just like, no too, many, too many underwear shots. Get him out of here. No more. Yeah. I like that. Was who is that? Was that who would have said no more to no Abrams? More. I don't know. A Spielberg, I, maybe? Yeah, probably Stevie. Yeah. He's Stevie. like JJ. No more. No more. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the famous line from Jaws? The shark says, No more. No more. <laughs> he like bites he's, that he's lady. He's chopping a cigar. And, yeah. <laughs> no more. No more. Okay, yeah. Famous so, catchphrase. So K- Kirk is demoted. His ship goes back to Bruce Greengraw, his his fake poppy. Greengraw? Greengraw? McGill? McGill. McGurgles. We're just going to call him Bruce McGill. Bruce McGill. Um, I know he's a different man that's very scary. D-Day from Animal House. Yeah, very scary man. So scary looking. You were so scared to see a photo of D-Day but from Bruce Animal House. Bruce McGill, now the real one. Right. He's, I wish he was my dada. He vibes dada really good. He's such a good dad. Yeah. He's so much better than my dad. Right. <laughs> Just like in every way. Right, you're alt-right dad. Yeah. He's, I mean, yeah, this guy's so compassionate. So like he thinks about the, the everybody as they're, though they're all equal. Yeah. He, he tries to bring the best out of his... Son, did you notice how the admiral keeps calling Kirk son? And I really yeah. like that there wasn't a line where it's like, "You're not my father." It was like sort of subtle enough that we got that he was demeaning to him and like trying to take over for that father role. But yeah, he's RoboCop. Okay, well, you're, you're running ahead here. Getting, okay, so basically, Kirk is demoted. Old Happy Green Bruce Green Greengrow becomes head of the ship again, and the there's, a, there's a, a, the big old boat. Yeah, they call it the Enterprise, and there's a terrorist attack in London, old London town. Just a note, it wasn't foggy at any oh, point. Oh, yeah, you're right. And that's a huge... I don't know who fucked up. Wait, maybe. They, they probably got, that's probably why JJ got fired. What Can I uh, 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 offer an opposing theory? Okay, yeah. Oscar Wilde said, mm. life imitates art. Wow. Perhaps the Council of London mm-hmm. decided enough with all this fog. We're done with it. Let's start shooting some movies in the Sunday, the well, sunlight. You know, Oscar Wilde once quipped to, uh, well, on his deathbed in a, in a grungy hotel, he said, someone's got to go, me or this wallpaper. Good line. And they died of, like, consumption or whatever yeah. bullshit people died from in the 19th century. So, yeah, so they probably just were, like, voted on it, and were like, can we just make no more fog movies? No more fog. And now life imitates art. Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so um, a mysterious man played by one Bonerdick Cumberbatch himself. 
himself. Wait, Doctor he Strange came in his own butt. He sure did. Wow. Um. He yeah. So Benedict Cumberbatch plays uh, the the vaguely named John Harrison. Yeah. Who commits a terrorist attack, and everyone's like, "But why?" And Kirk's like, "It's strange. It's like a library. Why would he blow up a library?" Why are you saying it like that? Because in high school, we had one teacher, a substitute teacher, who was like. I hate it when kids say library. So now you just do it? Yeah, and I'm like, you know, fuck, fuck you, man. You. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah. My stance on language is that if you know what I'm talking about, yeah. it's fine. Right. Because it's the same shit when people are like, oh, the rap music, they don't even, mm-hmm. the grammar's all wrong. It's like, I don't think you, you're deliberately obfuscating, I hate it. If someone says yep. library and they mean library, just go with it. Who cares? Yeah, that's the that's the. There's a lesson in that dragged across concrete movie. Yes, which you're not you. really a huge fan of that guy. Craig Zoller seems cool. S Craig S Greg Zoller. You forgot the S. I'm so sorry, Greg. Craig. <laughs> yeah. Greg Craig. Anyway, yeah, he made the same point. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. very powerful shit. It sure is. I'm yeah. happy you interjected with that. S. Yeah. Good power. Shit. Mel Gibson. Oh. Uh, yeah, okay, so and uh, so there's a big old meeting of all the, the top brass, including who you were alluding to earlier, one Peter Weller as Admiral... Uh, Robocop? Yeah, Admiral, Admiral Robocop. And uh, Kirk's like, maybe this whole thing was a ploy to get all the top brass in one room like this room. No! And then in full Matrix style, yeah. um, Benedict Some... just starts ripping through the crowd with a machine gun, yeah, killing but... old Brucey. Oh. He's like, he doesn't, he's just like... Oh. Yeah, really. Yeah. What I got to say about this movie is up until the very like last 20 minutes, it's dark. Yeah. And it's like believably dark and affectingly dark. And, and, like, and because they they nail down the direction and have a much more like clean editing style, it's like it hits a little harder. It's sort of like the Captain America Winter Soldier. The Sure. It, 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 it's 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 it. good. I think that's actually a very good parallel because that's like a movie where it's like the idealistic leads confront the fact that they might work for corrupt people or compromised people. America. America. And here's the thing about this movie. It's very complicated. It is. So is the first one. I got a little lost. This is true, but this one it's like, okay. You did fall asleep during a a sort of important, probably three minutes. I I closed my eyes, which is American freedom to do. That's true. I can't. And I'm not going to. Thank you. Disagree. I just did want to point out that your confusion might have come from missing the scene where they explained everything. They explained everything. I will say that yeah. this movie had a lot to, uh, to to give it credit in its veracity to Star Trek. There was a lot of people standing around and talking at great length, which is yeah. the core of Star Trek. Like it's it's really not like Star Wars. There's a ton of people ex- expositing. You didn't buy them either. I think. Cumberbatch's performance is all over the place, and I don't. I like, like that you've been mispronouncing his name for so long. You don't actually know what his name is anymore. Cumberbatch. 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 Okay, BC. BC. I'm with BC. BC. BC's performance in the BC, beginning please. when he's like when, when his intentions are vaguely evil. I don't like it. He's just not emoting very much. Yeah. As they become more clear, I also don't like it because it's like. He's, he's like, now, as we understand later, he's putting upon a victim narrative when, in fact, he's actually quite a nefarious fellow. Right. Khan himself. Khan. Which is, by the way, a huge mistake. <sighs> yeah, a huge mistake. They make well, a the huge way they mistake did it in the movie. Too, yeah. But even itself, I think you're right. It's a mistake, but they just, like, fucking They really fuck it up. It. Yeah. They went I mean, for it. Just to, we have to address it at this point. They graft on this, like, fourth act of the movie Ugh. where they just repeat 
you know, the wrath of Khan and they reverse Kirk and Spock and the sacrifice. And it's like, they just blow their load on this huge moment in the original Star Trek movies. And it feels hollow and, and sweaty. And like, why? Yeah. And like when, when Spock does the, the epic Khan yell, it's just like, okay, this like, it does not work. How many takes do you think that was? Khan! Do you think like he nailed it first time? Or do you think he look at the building crescendo? I got That's on so good. Yeah. I'm a, You're fucking, a pro. I'm a pro babe. Do you think he got it right on, or do you like that? Seems like a very hard thing. To I name. don't know JJ style. How you do right? You know, maybe he's like, hey, just riff. Yeah, one just riff. One. Do you think that movie was just shot, edit, like they shot edited it in camera? They shot it scene by scene, like chronologically. Yeah, in camera. Like, yeah, in camera edits. Edited. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. There's a lot of just like static <laughs> and weird blank spots. Yeah. Uh, no. Um. They do that thing where they shoot it and then they cut. And then you walk out of frame and then they start the camera again, but we have it on a He's gone. Oh, where did he go? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, right. So again, this movie is just kind of all over the place. In the middle when we're in the guts of like, okay, like it turns out that the Admiral has given these torpedoes to Kirk to go get revenge on Khan to accidentally to, to like deliberately stoke a war with the Klingons. And like it's sort of fun. And, and the, 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 the evil – Federation warship that Khan built for the Admiral. That's cool and different. And we're seeing like a much darker tone, but it's also like, we haven't really seen the Federation do that much at this point. Right. That's so a it great feels point. Like we're like launching into like, but this thing is nefarious when right. in reality it's like, I'm pretty sure they wait in most of the Star Trek series some time before you really get into like that. There's enough of an episodic feel to it that when they really break up, Oh, maybe the whole thing behind all of this has been for nothing. It feels a little bit more impactful. And I think you're right that we don't, what they are counting on us knowing the series to really know that like we're used to sci-fi to be like ship shit is all space battley stuff. So if you're not a Star Trek fan, you don't really know that they're like peacekeeping missions and just, exp- I mean, you sort of do, but like getting, like having the main admiral be like, I'm a warmonger. Like it would make way more sense if they spent some more time explaining to us really what the Federation's all about. But then also on top of that, we don't, we, there's no Klingons in the first movie. Right. And Again, then they're like, yeah. we're almost at war with the Klingons. Like, like, what? Oh, okay. Well. But like, it makes sense because I watched The Next Generation and sort of know that the Klingons were bad guys except for that one guy. Worf. Worf. I almost said Teal'c. There's actually a lot of good Klingons as we keep watching. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's just, they rely again. It's, I think that's what's, this movie's really good at some things. But where the first one used your expectations and sort of subverted them, this one like required you to have knowledge of Star Trek to, for it to really make any sense. Yeah. Which, if we're talking universes, and especially standalone, not 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 good. Yeah, this felt like a deep dive, and it, and the darkness ultimately, I think, weighed the whole thing down. And and like I don't want to jump ahead in the very carefully structured nature of our podcast. I remember liking the third one because it feels like a lark. And I've alluded to it in other episodes of this show where I remember the Simon Pegg penned third one is just yeah. a lot funner. And I'm I'm really banking on that because like I'll level with you. I'm kind of when will it ending this one because yeah. the ending of this is like exhausting. It I, just goes yeah. on. I think it's. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't know what it's trying to do. Well, it does. I think that's actually, the, I, I'm mistaken. It knows exactly what it wants to do, and it makes it very clear. The whole thing where, like, Spock and Kirk, one of them's too wild, one of them's too not wild, and we get a very explicit swapping of roles. Like, this is what you would have done, and this is what you would have done. And, like, they alluded to it much nicer and subtler throughout the movie, and then we have this whole fourth, like, last 20 minutes is such 
it's like so extremely like obvious what they're doing. Yeah, because basically Kirk manages to save the ship and by dying and bc aka khan is crashing into earth and i guess i kind of thought he was just dead at that point i know it's and then like no he he's gonna 9-11 san francisco and we have to like have an, a stupid fight scene with spock and like uhura helps out kind of and like it just like it just it's a two hour it's a two hour 50 minute long movie right we haven't brought this up we're out of the tight 90 we busted right out we've we've been in as bad as Awesome Powers and Love Guru was. Those They're are short. <laughs> tight 90s. We even we did so many tight 90s. It's, Love Guru, I think, what, 88? Maybe? 88 oh, yeah. Minutes? yeah. It's, a, it's, it's not, a short movie. Yeah, not tight, though. It could be a lot shorter. <laughs> it could be very. Oh, could be boy. zero. Could have been yeah, a tight that, zero. Again, if you haven't watched it, don't. Watch yeah. a trailer. That's no, don't more even, than enough. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. Oh, we know what we're not out of, though. There was some nut crunching in this movie. Yeah. We did see uh, BC slammed Kirk's nads. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, Ahura stabs. Was it Ahura? Yeah, Ahura stabs Klingon nads. Oh no way! Yeah, nice. Yeah, that's nice. what I said. I mean, nice. Are they as wrinkly as the foreheads? Though we don't see. We them. can presume they are, though. I hope so. I bet Chris Pine looks majestic naked. You think so? I think so. Yeah. What do you think is better, Klingon, Chris Pine? Klingon. Yeah, I want to know what's going on. Yeah, that's true. It's a. It's sort of like the Enterprise. Exactly. Going what's going no on in one there? Has gone before. Exactamundo. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Another problem with this that I have is that the best parts of of the next generation, and this is sort of goes on to like if we ever do the Harry Potter movies, we'll get into this as well. The best part of the next generation and the Harry Potter books is that all the dumb shit that just happens every day in this like very active place that is stuff going on constantly. And all kinds of communities and all kinds yeah. of whatever. The episodes were like Picard has to like host a children's class to talk about his job and he hates it. Like, right. That's the meat of these shows. That's why we like these yes. people because we see them living. When it, when Harry and Ron and Hermione are right, off in the hallways being right, like. They have Christmas break and they have to stay at school all by themselves. Yeah. And then there's like a chapter where there's like bored as shit. Yeah. And it's like that's why you grow to love the characters. Right. So in this movie to like. We just seen the Enterprise get the fucking shit kicked out of it. People getting ripped around and right. killed by the score, and like, it doesn't land as hard because we just don't really have that much experience with the ship. Regardless of the bigger things it's doing, we see it from the exterior. I really want to have more going on inside and and get the culture of it more. Because when they're like, that ship's a military ship, and we're not. It's like, right. well, we don't really see well, that expressed very much. We only get it because one's big and black, and the other one's small and white. That, I mean, what? I don't know. You just let me. Yeah, that was it. I just want to see what that trailed off into. Oh, it was just you know ones ones you know. The, sure. The tropes. Ominous. Ominous. Looming in the shadows. The other. Gleaming. Gleam, creamy. 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 Not vegan. Why not vegan? Because it's creamy. It's a boat. It's creamy. You can get a creamy effect with coconut milk. That's so true. Thank and, you. And what's silken tofu? The, can you yeah. speak more on this? Because I don't speak think, on this. Um, I, think I was most vegan. People, yeah. I was. I'm not vegan now. That's okay. This is a good. You're still doing a your good part. profile. A, a ex-vegan movie podcaster. Yeah. Yeah. With a with a current vegan. Hey, if you're listening, as of recording, we're both taken. So sorry. That's and Charles true. is dying of consumption in front of me. You look. I'm watching you die. I think. Yeah, it's hot in here. It's funny because. Um, in the movie, Spock is so sad when Kirk dies, but I'm like, we have to finish the podcast. Right. So I would, you know, in a, you know, in a few minutes, maybe we'll be more concerned. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be like the, at the end is like, I'll, I'll do it. You would, you would die for, for this, for the podcast, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. I'll just inject you full of uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's blood. <laughs> yeah, that's where it got real dumb. Oh my god. Yeah, okay, one like. So it yeah, Kirk sucks goes. That Kirk we're so negative because for like literally a hundred minutes of this movie, I was like fucking into it. Right, but they fuck it up. Okay, like when, yeah, when the, we're like it sucks. The second Kirk goes into the radiated chamber, it's like if you know the original movies, and maybe it's not fair to do this so one-to-one, but if they're bringing in Leonard Nimoy at this point, I feel like, you know what, like, he he's like, that's Khan. We fucked with that guy. It was intense. Wait, he told, yeah, that's, right. he told so them. They're, if they're going to draw that, I'm going to draw it too. The second Kirk goes in there, it's like, he's not going to die. They're not going to kill right. Chris Pine. No. And then like, so like, we know that's not going to pay off emotionally. So the death scene is just really bullshit. Right, they should have just, dra- like, there should have been another way for them to, be like we're buds. We learn from each other, and we're we're better because we learn from each other. He doesn't have to f- fucking die and then come back to life by like by a Furby accident. It's a triple, and oh, it was on purpose. So, Bones sorry. does a triple experiment with with Benedict Cumberbatch's yeah. blood, and it's, it brings the triple back. It's not. It's, okay. a, it's like penicillin. It's an accident. He's just fucking around. He's a doctor. He just injects that fur ball with whatever. Fucking, yeah, he's got a million he's of them. He's just shooting it with stuff. You also fell asleep during the scene where they have a million fur triples. Triples, yeah. yeah. Sorry. What is The Furby was like a 90s toy. It was, yeah. We had Very one. Very creepy I Remember, shit. I think at my small Jewish day school, all of the parents did not want to get any of their kids a Furby, so they did a brilliant thing where they got a class Furby. <laughs> Were they all... Was it giant? Did they get like a giant? <laughs> yes, it was proportional <laughs> to the number of people involved in the purchasing of the Furby. That would be so yes, good. Yes, that's, that's how it works. Yeah. You can ride the Furby. No, but I want to talk more about series management. I think they busted out <laughs> okay. so much shit in the second movie. Right. Like, the Federation is corrupt. Right. Kirk's uh... going to die. Like, it's the second movie. Chill. Yeah. You don't need, like, it just felt like a real wad blow. Right. And it it also was really cheap in the way that it did sort of exploit our emotions without any real payoff. Yeah. So it's it tried to do so much. Like it had a very complicated bad guy and another very complicated bad guy, and they're just like Bone and Dick Cumber BC is just like you think he's the bad guy, but maybe he's the good guy. But then he's the bad guy. And then the admiral's like, oh, he seems pretty aggressive, but I guess he's a good guy. Oh wait, no, he's a bad guy. But wait, maybe he's got a point. Like they tried so hard to make everyone seem like really complicated and real, but it was just really complicated. I just <laughs> can't stop thinking about that time that girl took her pants off in front of freaking Kirk. Oh my god! She's like, "Don't look at me," and he just stares at her. And she's yeah. Like, she's like, "What?" It's <laughs> <laughs> kind yeah. of fucked this movie. Yeah. I guess because there were parts of it that were coherent and, and exciting. Right. The it, it makes was it so all much feel, better. Yeah, it felt like like almost like Mission Impossible at times. Like okay. The big action set piece where they tr- they they hurtle through space, where Khan and and uh, Kirk hurtle through space from ship to ship yep. as the two hang dead in the air, like that was like a really good sequence. Yep. And then again, it's it just like all for nothing. The scene where where BC smashes that man's head. That was crazy. That was great. Yeah. That was the darkest. But but, I but also the end of the movie is like we're all buddies and now we're starting our five year thing. It's like right. why wasn't that the end of the first movie? Right. And it also how been. did we get here now? Like it, I guess like. Shrek grew exponentially, and then you know I think by four maybe right bit off a bit more than I could chew. What's what equation we got? What do you mean ex- like a quadratic equation like to map the the, the as, parabola? As it, I think it moved. It's forward motion. What made sense to me, right? 
And then four movie to movie to movie. Like, and then four was like, okay, I think this is just a hard to manage something yep. of this magnitude. Even Austin Powers grows in a way that makes sense. Even if two is a, not a very good movie, I think when you get to three, it feels like a, the third movie. This is, I think, really a moment where it, it's like a very noticeable wobble where right. they're trying a lot of stuff, which is admirable, but it's not earned. And the, the lack of the earnedness really is like very apparent. Mm. So it'll be weird, again, if the third movie is like I remember it and it's a bit more of like a lighter movie, it's going to feel like the whole series is kind of like off kilter. Totally. Can I, can I, would you pardon me if I used a phrase that you use frequently? Okay. Is it okay if I steal one of your phrases? I will charge you, but go ahead. This movie wanted to have its cake and eat it too. Yes, I thought of that phrase. So it's mine. Right. Yeah, yeah you, that's yours. I'm going to use it. Because they wanted to have like an Empire Strikes Back vibe. Sorry, not going to talk about Star Wars, but it seemed relevant. They wanted to have that middle dark vibe, but then they still end it like it's a happy ending to like the first movie. It makes no sense. Yeah. You know? They should have just killed him. Honestly, Kirk dying would have been incredible. But that would have been you, such a statement. How can you kill those? Well, I was, I was watching, and we're not doing Marvel, but I watched an interview with the Russo brothers, and they're talking about how like Who's that? the the fellas behind Winter Soldier, behind Ra- uh, not Ragnarok, excuse me, behind uh, Infinity War, behind uh, a couple other. Okay. The big ones. Gotcha. But they talked about like we really wanted to end all of those movies and or like do like wild shit with all those movies, right? And I guess like that's a cool model to try to ape. And this is 2013, I think. This is like four years after the first yeah. one. It's so yeah. We're in certainly in a post Avengers world at this point because that's 2012 so like that whole i imagine there must be some sort of parallel thinking to like okay the stakes of this kind of like you know self-aware self-referential meta kind of science fiction series if we have more scenes i think this is the last leonard nimoy one but like we have this movie has spock talking to spock like the first one and it's like is he dead by the third one he's not in the third one did he die already i believe so good don't say that. Leonard Nimoy, a good guy. I know, but he doesn't have to do this shit anymore. He probably got a big old paycheck, though. Yeah. Big old fat What else paycheck. was he doing, do you think? What does he have to do? I mean, like, Leonard Nimoy's just like a cultural icon. He did that Hobbit thing. He was a photographer, a musician. Oh, yeah. His Bilbo Baggins song is huge. So good. Bilbo. Bilbo. Bilbo Baggins. Bilbo. The famous Hobbit of them all. Hobbit of them all. Yeah, it was so good. good. Remember our movie song? Yeah, I don't. Watching movies. That's not it. I'm making one up right now. <laughs> Watching movies. Star Trek Into Darkness sucked. That's good. Thank you. I agree. You have, a, you have a career in music, too. You think so? No, I know you do. Oh, I sure you do. You currently do. Yes, it's because of my melodies. It's but what it's I'm more so like, well known for. That's pretty good. Yeah. You, you can do it, too. I can do it, too. Yeah. Wow. Okay, another problem with this movie. I want more bones. Oh, yeah, that's so Give true. Give me them bones. That's so true. He's... I want to be sucking on those bones. <laughs> Eat the meat right off them bones. Suck the marrow out them bones. Oh, my God. What's left? Just nothing but bones. Nothing but bones. That's what we Carl want. Urban is a gift to the world. You think there should be a spinoff? If there was like a Bones Netflix series, you better fucking <laughs> believe I'd watch every episode. Yeah. Wow. And like, okay, again, as they parcel out material in this movie, Scotty gets a lot. I think they realize that like Simon Pegg works in this. And he's, what was he's he doing great. at the time too? I think he was in something that was surprisingly popular. Was he? I don't know. He was this. He did like bust out your phone, baby. You just, you just did like the little do it. Bust out your phone, baby. Like, I bust my phone out. Yeah, yeah. You love that shit. I do love my phone. I'm a millennial. And I'm addicted to my phone. Yeah, that sewed right onto your fingers. 
It's uh, basically uh, it's basically like my, a new extension of my friggin' hand. Uh, okay, he was in Oh Yes, Paul in 2011. Everyone's <laughs> beloved movie, Paul. Maybe um, it was Star Trek that I was thinking of. Yeah, probably Star when, Trek. When did he start getting into Mission Impossible? Though? Oh, that's what I was thinking of. Mission Impossible. Yeah, cast and characters. Oh, God, there's an elaborate table for this one. Are you on the wiki or the IMDb? I'm on the wiki. That's your problem right wiki, there. Wiki, 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 wiki. What? Uh, okay, how do they have it organized? Okay, Ethan Hunt. This is good. This is really good content. Yeah, good. Oh, you were yelling at me earlier. Yes, fucking shut, just shut up. Just shut up. Okay, so he was just... in. Just please stop talking. Please stop talking. Please stop talking. Gonna, I am a guard. He was in. He's in full JJ mode now. He's in three, which is 2006. Right. Then he's in Ghost Protocol and Rogue Nation, yeah, which is 2008, 2011, 2011 2015. There's oh, a wow. big, it's a five year. Well, hold on, because one is 96, two is 2003. I mean, there's, there's big gaps there. Yeah. We're only recently in this golden era. We're only waiting like three years. But I think that's like, he sort of is making his name as like a weird comedy relief action movie star. Well, I mean, I think Shaun of the Dead is huge. Hot Fuzz, even bigger. Paul. Paul, everyone loves. I think not a day goes by where Charles won't call me up to quote a line from Paul. Is that the Alien movie? It's the Alien movie him and Nick Frost wrote that no one knows about. What What about the one where he's a runner? That's uh, Run Fat Boy Run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a name! What a name! Isn't David Schwimmer in that? I don't know. The Schwim, the big bad Schwim, <laughs> the big the bad, bad Schwim. I don't the know original, who that is. Um, uh, yeah, Ennio Morricone's original score. For the good, bad, and the ugly was was David Schwimmer. He actually, Going, ay, ay, ay. Yeah, yeah. Wah, wah, wah. It was the Schwimmer. Wow, I'm good. That was really good. That was great. That it was just like, like it. it. I was like, "Where's Eli Wallach? Who's that? Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's the ugly in the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. <sighs> That's sort of mean. Fistful of dollars. Sort of mean. I think fistful of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You think uh, old Chris Pine got a fistful for this one? <laughs> That's good. It's pretty good. You're dead. I'm you're having dying. some problems. I know. I, I'm watching your brain ooze out of your ear. Yeah, and my nose. Yeah. You can probably tell that I have all stuff up. You're all stuff up. Our listeners can certainly tell. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's in guys. the cans. You can hear it in the oh, cans. Oh, you sure can. Yeah. Yeah. Can. If you're listening at home, drink a lot of water, drink a lot of tea. Yeah, this might spread. Blow your nose. Through. You may have gotten a cold from Charles. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where I got it. You live in Boston. It's like an open trench. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. I also stopped drinking, and I'm wondering if the beer was like really helping my immune system. Well, I, I think here. Can I guess what happened here? Honestly, let's, let's do it. You quit drinking. Yep. And you lost like five pounds, which for you is a perilous situation. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think honestly, you miscalculated. It's so cold out, man. You needed that 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 beer layer. I did. With that gone, you're just like a, a toddler in the wind. Oh, God, that's a so good. A tyke on the tundra. Oh, my God, these poor babies. These poor They're babies. Dead. Who will be the baby of the year? Where else would you put a baby? That's perilous. Um, I guess well, USS Enterprise, probably. The, uh, Enterprise, very dangerous, always exploding. Oh, did you like all the sideways stuff? As the ship careens, we have a lot of them running around the ship. Oh, I did like that. A la, a la I liked a lot of this movie. Inter- I think it's one of those movies Inception. where... The problems with it are so bad that it ruins what's really good yeah. about this movie. Again, I'd say a lot of the action sequences work really well and are a lot of fun. Like, yeah, I think again, like uh, Scotty gets a, a fun bit of like, you know, as they're hurtling towards the ship from outer space, he's talking to the security guard because like cute yeah, it's little so quip and it's great. Yeah, and like that's what I want out of this. It's like little hijinks and adventure. Yeah, he's like, who's that, who's that counting down? He's but like, there's so many like Nobody. exposition scenes. Yeah, you were Man. wise to sleep through it. 
Thank you. Yeah, I, I should have slept through it. Also, it's like you got Peter Weller for Christ's sakes, and it's like he was good. He was good, but I think poorly served with him. This felt like an episode of Star Trek, which is a is not really what I want from the movie. I think it it did it. It did it. It didn't. It did it. Okay. I'll say it one more time. It did. And it didn't. Okay. I didn't get to say that. It did and it didn't. And it didn't. Yeah. Right. Because it still had a, so much shooting. There was an awful lot of shooting. So that's. I think that's what I was talking about earlier was like, if we're going to believe that these are peacekeeping missions, both movies have had a shitload of violence in them. Well, also Which like, happens in the show, but like they the, seem to be on war missions all the time. The show deals with like morality, uh, racism, <sighs> yeah. sexuality. Uh, capitalism. Robots. Uh, Robots. Oh, the, the robot man was real cool. Oh my God, stop everything. Stop everything. Okay, full screech. They reveal... Okay, so part of the show's like bullshit, like fake liberalism is that they just show like yeah. people, like diverse people around. Like, oh, look. Oh, there's a black woman there. There's an alien yeah. here. There's like a, a man there holding a stick or something. And like, it <laughs> means like nothing. None of them get any depth to them at all. Right. Like, basically, I feel like we've met everyone we're going to meet at this point. Yeah, it was such bullshit. It was right. like, look, there's a black woman with shaved head and there's a black woman with an afro and there's but they're not talking right they don't, they don't do right. anything they're just like look there's people that they don't... can't even give oh, you horror lines god anyway oh horror excuse oh, me no, i did okay. a poor that's, job there that's fine you're I'm mis- sorry you're mispron- mispronouncing everything but you know what? i learned sorry. if i can understand you who cares who cares right yeah hey life's a peach eat it you can say a library library <laughs> you can i sure did but no okay can we- you say library I can't. It's pretty good. Okay, so remember. I understood you. In Cloud City, in Star Wars, we're not talking Ah, about Star Wars. Lando has the cool guy with the the head brain Mm -hmm. computer thing. Yeah, Forlom or some bullshit. No, that's 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 somebody else. It's a fortune. Forlom is the bounty hunter that looks like a turtle bug. Yeah, that guy. No, Um, this is somebody else. I forget his name. We get a Robo Man on Star Trek. He got a big port in the back of his head. He got yeah. like cybernetic eyes. He's like a big Aryan-looking guy and had a hole in his head. It was so cool because the first time you just see him from the front, you're like, "Whoa, who's that guy? He looks like a robot." He's handsome. And then it shows you the back of his head. He's got that. There's fucking... a hole in it. <laughs> you're like, "There's a blue Whoa. hole." That guy's cool. Why? Is I he want not... to hear his whole story. Yeah. In the Bones spinoff Netflix series that I am now he's producing, he's a sidekick. He's a sidekick. Yeah. And and Bones is like, "Damn it, man! There's a hole in your head." Damn it, man. I love that so much. Yeah, we should we should, we should got him. We should have got him on the podcast. We really should. Hey, robot guy, if you're listening, no, please. no, whatever is the bones. Oh, Carl Urban. Yeah, we should. I bet him. he's got free time. Yeah, that talk sucks. To, so talk bad. to us. What's he up to? We got to find <laughs> Come out. Come on, man. What? Come on. Okay, let me ask you this. You're yelling at me, and you're fucking on your phone all. I'm looking up Carl Urban to find out what he's doing. Ugh. You're doing nothing for the podcast but complain right now. Yeah, I deserve it. Yeah, you look I like you're dying. It. I earned it. How did you earn it? By dying? Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I, I wish you died in a contamination chamber for a good reason. <laughs> You'll just die normal. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I could My try. guess is normal or kick to death. Yeah. God, he's having a... I'm worried. Oh, he was in he was in Thor Ragnarok as Scourge. Who is that? I don't remember. We've been talking a lot of Marvel and a lot of Star Wars this episode. I think it's because this is a movie that pales in comparison to the contemporary films coming out around his time. Let's... Let's. I'm getting up. Let's talk about. You sort of leaned forward and leaned back. So this 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 rush of energy is not translating. Yeah, I'm trying to get dizzy. Okay. What what for the, for those listening? Charles is at his best when he's when he's dizzy. You yeah. get him good and dizzy. Yeah. 
Oh my god! They remember in, in middle school or elementary school they played that game where you like spun around your head on the bat. Yeah, they didn't know. You know what they called it what? Dizzy bat. Yeah, dizzy bat. They didn't know that that was really how I played best. Wow! So they're like, Charles, keep spinning. You're you're still too good. They're like, what's your secret? And he said, my secret is I'm always dizzy. Okay, end of podcast. We're done. <laughs> No, <laughs> I like this. This is fun. dizzy bad. Um, yeah, go ahead. Um, I think we should let's talk about what we liked because this is getting depressing. No, we, no, no. We've talked about things we like. I liked. know, but let's let's just a little moments on the positive. Okay, let, side. let's turn to three. Like, and then let's sure. we'll, we'll go there. Yeah. So I think we're both doing a light. When will it end? Right now, where it's yeah. like there's enough of a structure here that I like, but the big problems are hard to overcome right now. I think they've mismanaged the flow of the series. I think that the inherent sexism is getting a little appalling. Yeah. Um, what I like is that you have fucking Zoe Saldana. She's great. Give her something to do. Okay. Yeah. Cast a woman as an antagonist. That's yeah. something to do. I think um, they do, right? The I, don't remember, I don't I honestly don't remember. I don't either. Um, you know, the poster for the third one is very rainbowy and has I remember like the lights and it has a woman on the she's like looks menacing. I think she might be the bad guy. Well, again, I feel like again we're watching the series. One, we're going to watch it jump to a new director, Justin Lin of the Fast yeah. and the Furious series, who of course he did Tokyo Drift among other Fast and the Furious, which is a very colorful movie and very different from the JJ right. style. But also again, we're really watching the Marvel thing blow up here and I think that 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 cosmic psychedelic outer like that has to bleed into this a little bit. Yeah, I we think got a right. little bit of it here, but not a not lot. Much. When they go to the Klingon planet, it's like we're in like a Dark temple or something? Yeah, it reminded I mean, me a lot of the wet boat. Yeah, wet boat. Hey, R.I.P. wet boat. I kind of miss wet boat. Yeah. I mean, they tried. I think the, the new dark ship was not quite as wet. It was very dry. It was pretty cool, though. The scene where they cool. fly into it was cool. I like Scotty running around that empty boat. That was yeah, cool. that was very good. See, there's a lot of boat themes still. I think that's great. I well, hope they, that they live in boats, Charles. There's going to be boat stuff. Yeah, so I hope that continues. I hope they don't <laughs> suddenly shift and we're no longer having boat shit. What if they become like a biker gang? They're all on like Harleys. That would be so awful. In space? So yeah, space Harleys. That would be actually pretty tight. cool. Wearing leather? Yeah. Vegan leather? Vegan leather. Why? Yeah, why? Do you think everyone in the Federation is vegan at this point? Okay, actually, there's a lot of speculation about this because they talk about how the replicators are those inherently vegan. It's replicating now. Right. So matter. when it makes you a delicious, delicious, you know, fucking bleeding steak. <laughs> hey, rare? I want one of a kind. Um, God, you're just ripping. I'm full of them. Shit. I thought of that. My joke is definitely not it. a Tim Robinson bit we watched it. earlier today. Yeah. Uh, but no, like, so the question is, are they all vegan because the replicators? By the way, here's a huge fucking complaint about this series. Sure. No replicator discussion. Right. They talk about a lot in this. I think I like that this one brought up. The first paradigm or whatever. The prime, the prime, di- prime directive. directive. Yeah. They brought up... Uh, and immediately violate it, which I like. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they brought up a few things that were like a part of the Star Trek series. Can't think of any others because my brain is very hot. Yeah. But I remember the prime directive. Which is... <laughs> really vividly. Which is... You can't fuck with people. I think that is what it is in the movie, too. Yeah, you can't yeah. show them. Can't show them anything. Don't show them your boat. Yeah, I like that you... Hide the boat. Anytime a ship erupted out of anything, you're like, yeah, that's what happens when my dick pops out. It was funny. It's so good. I really liked it. 
Because people are like, ooh, or no. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. good stuff. It is really good. And they sort of look like really weird smash dicks. Right. Yeah, like, the aliens, sorta. The early aliens caked in the white paint or whatever, that's, yeah. a, good, that's a weird, but like, I, I don't like know if it. I liked it. It was very Apocalyptico. I immediately thought of Apocalyptico, which is like. It's also a little shitty to like, let's just sort of use vaguely like Aztec or Incan. The just painted to, savage. Yeah, just to show that they suck. Yeah. Yeah, they're like. They're they're like bowing before bullshit. Like it's it doesn't it doesn't really paint a, an accurate depiction of what I believe. Probably there were real people back then. That's the problem with history. There were real people back well, in I just, Star Trek. No, no, and like like oh, old, yeah. like they, ancient they shit. Like when you learn in history class, it's also quiet. Does that make sense? Like when you're in like high school, like you get no voices and like all you get are like the buildings they built and the wars they fought. Like you don't get any. Like you're like these people were so fucking dumb because they didn't hold have on, wheels. Hold on. The Aztecs had that really cool, like, almost basketball game where they would, like, decapitate the winner. Yeah. That was sick. Yeah. I love that idea. They also use the word savage a lot in this movie. They like, really literally. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, it's it's a problematic film. It's just all over the place. I don't know. I, 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 I'm going to the third one with, like, the enthusiasm of knowing that we're changing. Like, I think if we didn't know there's a new director and a new writer, I'd be nervous. Because I'm like, man, if we're really... Is it a new writer? Oh, yeah. yeah, It's all Simo. Simo. Simo the peg man. Peg. Peg. Um, Well, it's also, like, I think these guys also wrote some of the Transformers movies. And, like, you definitely in this one get that, like, this is a fucking lot of bullshit. Like, there's so much shit in this. And it's, like... And I, I think you watch those Transformers movies. There's a shocking amount of plot. Yes, in those I remember that. I just like, saw the second one. And I was like, "The fuck! This is right. like six movies. Can we please just calm the fuck down and show me robots?" Those movies are legitimately crazy. Yeah, and I like that guy who's in it. The older guy who's John like, Voight. No, he's, he's like, in those. He seems like a lawyer type character. He seems like a lawyer type character. I don't know. Yeah, like you know, like the lawyer in Jurassic Park sort of guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Like where's Shorts and a button down. Oh, nice. Yeah, I like him. Okay. Yeah. You like the old guy in Transformers too. <laughs> yeah. Hey, get excited when we eventually do Transformers. That would be great. There's an old guy. Oh, there's Bumblebee. In shorts. I think God. he wears pants. Oh, no, there's a scene where he loses his pants. He's in his boxers. I bet Bumblebee was a huge... I, I didn't see it. I didn't either. Perhaps unsurprisingly. I feel like so many movies in 2004 to 2009 just had women showing off their ass and boobs for well, no reason. You should and read- like we're maligning like the Star Trek movies, but like it was just that was the culture then, and it sucked. Well, you it the, the sucked. whole story of Megan Fox auditioning for right. Michael Bay. I didn't hear about this. It's like whatever. It's very awful. What happened? She was a young person. Yeah, and how he was old? Basically, she? like drench her in grease in the audition. Basically, yeah. Did they make uh, what's uh, she, well, she? She talks about that experience, and it sounds like it was like about as demeaning and shitty as it can. Do you think yeah. Will Smith went through the same thing for his audition for? They doused him in grease for yeah, for High Legend. No, for High Robot. Uh, blah, um, blah. Bad Boys. Yeah, Bad Boys. They two. drenched him in grease. Yeah, Bad Boys Two is an amazing movie. I haven't seen it. It uh, the shit just got real moment is actually one of the great moments in film. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I would love to rewatch those because I. It's stunning to think about those. It's like, wow, wow. Is there a first one? Yeah, Bad Boys and Bad Boys 2. I, it's like, seems like a troll situation where, like, I've only heard of Bad Boys 2. Bad I don't Boys even know if Bad Boys exists. Is the culture defining iconic Michael Bay whatever piece? But, you know, there's the first one, too. Cool. They were on TBS a lot. You're actively, your soul is leaving your body. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, I'm going to burn everything you've touched the second this is done. Wow. Yeah. 
Wow. That's, an, wow. that's a sound of fire. What, it's uh, Owen Wilson's doing it? Yeah. Wow. 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 Man, yeah. what if Owen Wilson popped up in one of these suckers? Oh. I'd love that. What? It, what? So let's. What, who, what director would you want to take over for this series? Well, this feels like. I mean, the first thing I thought of was the Taika Waikiki effect. Yeah. Of exactly. bringing in. Now, again, I, I've, I've heard debate about this. For people who who like Thor: The Dark World, they see Thor Ragnarok as kind of like a fuck you, where it's like you took this seriously. You're a fucking idiot. This is dumb. But like. Man, the shot of life that that movie has yeah, is unbelievable. So good. And to see, like, Star Trek, I want to see a, a movie where, like, some wacky, weird space shit happens. You know that's, like, awesome? more about celebrating the exploration, you know? Tim Heidecker Dude. would fucking kill at Star Trek Beyond. That would be such a fucking masterpiece. That'd be very strange. I think it'd be very funny. Because it would be so fucking dark and strangely funny. And I think Chris Pine isn't quite the right actor but i bet tim could like beat him down into being one of his actors i think he's got potential you know what put him on the list baby tim put tim on the list hey tim you're on the list buddy. i don't know what list i don't know where it is but it's on the list it's in our hearts mine's falling away yeah slowly but surely yeah do you uh do you feel much like the triple before the quiver the Tribble Before the Quiver, another Booker-nominated yeah. novel. <laughs> it's a memoir about growing up in London in the, in the 70s. The Tribble Before the Quiver. Mm. What's the quiver? Oh, 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 oh. When uh, so B- Bones' science dead. experiment comes to life. <laughs> he, like, he, like, he reanimates a corpse, basically. Yeah. And they're just like, this is good for this specific thing, not a huge, massive... Yeah, like. Okay, also, they introduce... Early in the movie, they have, like, you know, Khan cho- shows up and, like... The way he, like, coerces a Federation guy into bombing the thing in the beginning is by, like, bringing his fucking daughter back to life with his blood. Yeah. And, like, it's kind of like any of these movies where you introduce, like, oh, there's a thing that brings people back from the fucking dead. <laughs> You're like, how is this not a much bigger part of this? Right. Yeah, it, it was, like, also, he's a doc. He says it over and over again. Damn it, Jim, I'm a doctor. And he tests one fucking triple and then uses it on humans? Hold on. He waves his wand around at a lot of stuff. That's that's a wizard's tool. <laughs> In the future, I think doctors are wizards. Yeah. That's the explanation that works for me. Much like the past. The yeah. Leeches, tribbles. You think tribbles are used as leeches? I think we should bleed you tonight. That would be so fun. You just bleed it, To balance your humor is we'll bleed out some of the bad stuff. We don't have any leeches, so can you just... Cut, I'll, just, I'll cut, just suck it right out. Cut me a thousand times. Wait, then you'd get sick. I don't want you to get sick. That's very thoughtful. This is like the end of Star Trek where I'm in a tube. And you're like, oh no, Josh is going to die, but not really. They don't even. There's no suspense. They put Kirk in the cryo tube. Yeah, they didn't and even just address. Like, he's just fine. You know what they addressed was cryo tubes don't exist anymore. So these are the only ones we have. And then suddenly they kick someone out. <laughs> Get out! They just rip out. somebody out. What'd they do with them? No one knows. We gotta put. We gotta put Kirk on ice. It's so weird. Kirk on ice. Kirk on ice. I could fry a vegan egg on my forehead right now. A veg? A veg. Are those, did those come and go? I remember that was a big deal when they came out. An the, egg substitute. The, I think the enthusiasm kind of died out. Yeah, I don't really know what you'd use a substitute egg for. I think this is for people who want to eat a straight up vegan egg. Like, no, not a substitute. It's like, I want an egg, but I'm yeah, vegan. Yeah, but like, what's so what do you want an egg for? It's a very delicious. It's a classic question. What you, what's toast? an egg for? For eating? For eating, for birthing. Nah, that's a, a distant second. A distant second? Sure. Really? That's you want your more stance? chickens? Come on. Yeah. Well, no, I, I want don't. an omelet. Yeah. You a can't big make, old stinking omelet. You can't make an omelet without killing a few hundred chickens. We have never seen them eat. 
Oh, good point. We were talking about that. The replicator yeah. doesn't exist. But I think in so many of these movies, the breaking of bread and seeing all the weird food, they have Star Wars. Like, I think, mean, look, you can say what you will about JJ's Star Wars. Yeah. But the fucking quick bread, that shit rules. Yeah. You know what else ruled was Ocean's Eleven when fucking Brad Pitt just eats in every scene. That's many Brad Pitt films, but yes. Yeah, I know. I just right. feel like that just adds to a character. Like, you just throw him some food, you see the way he eats, and you learn something. You know I think it. what Star Trek is missing right now is. A simple slam dunk mission that bonds them together. Right. And we've just launched into this other thing. Yeah. we went And that's the, what feels yeah. like the whiplash here. We went from them being like, oh, we're friends now, to them being like, immediately, you suck. You're doing it all wrong. But like plunge into the deepest darkness. Yeah. Our whole thing is fucked up. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck, yeah. dude. And I really wish they'd showed me that head. Yeah. That's my biggest regret. What if uh, Ben and Matt wrote it and they said it in, uh, in Southie? <laughs> Dude, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck I can't... You. There's there's no good words you can say in that accent. No, it's tough. It we is talked tough. about this. Yeah. It's hard. To go true Boston, it's you gotta off You be repulsive, yeah. Yeah, it's really awful. We'll just beep it all out. Yeah. No, Star yeah. Trek Into Darkness, it's the Boston of the Star Trek series so far. <laughs> Not good. Not good. Not good. You know what? We're, we're glad it wasn't wet. Yeah. Because Boston gets so much worse when it's wet. You it's amazing. Me. I've said this. Yeah. So okay. That being said, you're about to pass out, I think. Yeah. We've talked this to the goddamn dirt. Star Trek Into Darkness, It's this is a wobble. I'm a little concerned. I have fond memories of the third movie. We're going to go into it with our hearts open. Right. I have bad memories of the third one. Okay. So I'm not... I feel like it pivots too hard and becomes unimportant. Course correction is tough. I remember that Into Darkness got some like critical, a lot of critical, like, you know attention for good reason and uh i'm hoping they get back on track because i think there's a core of this that i like yeah i mean the 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 it sucks to say but like the boys are good the boys are good fucking the boys are good pine and quinto but you know what the boys are good we gotta get some girls up in this yes because the boys aren't carrying this shit well that's they are the i think they are i think it's the writers that aren't carrying this shit. They're probably boys too. They are boys. We they are boys. Fact. Three boys. Hurwitz and whatever. That's five boys total. Not Hurwitz. Is it? No. Her- You're a fucking anti-Semite. <laughs> Wait, what? Why? And we'll see you in the next episode of When Will It End? When Will It End is a podcast from Josh and Charles Productions with Josh Landis as producer and Charles Hobby as editor. As always, we want to thank Waste Management for the use of their song Windblown Dirge. And if you liked us, you can rate us and review us on iTunes. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all as at WWIE Podcast. And you can send us emails to WWIE Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time.